It's been a scant three weeks since the Taffy Train disaster, but the city of Villstown seems to have actually increased in terror rather than decreased. Everyone is giving each other the side eyes if they cannot trust each other, and if you look to the skies, you'll hear basic bird calls, but anybody who has cast speak with animals will hear them singing a song of terror that sounds something like this. Watch out, we find the cities falling down around our ears. Watch out, the train has preyed upon everyone's quiet fears. Watch out, Bootoon and Realkine are giving each other leers. Watch, Watch out, out, if this, this isn't, isn't solved soon, this may all come to tears. Watch out! Luton looks up with clear worry in his eyes. Even the non-toed birds are scared enough to sing in coherent sentences. This isn't good, Winter. Luton unlocks the back door to his apartment and enters, which shows you a scene that half of which has been clumsily converted from the casual, occasional workspace to a full-on office with meeting room, and the other half is much more clumsily hosting all the rest of his furniture and items. Um, he messes with his coat, taking it off and placing it on the rack as his dog unleashes himself, a curiosity, and barks at him something, which prompts him to react starkly and reply, They're already- he Why didn't you tell me? The young reporter scrambles into his meeting room and finds two UPA and witches, one purple and one an icy blue, staring at him from their respective seats. He grabs something and leads awkwardly, just terribly awkwardly, on his desk, which hosts his trusty typewriter, and says, Hello! Um, I am so sorry. I, I swear, I thought I had the meeting times right, and I would have sworn there wasn't a meeting today. He glares at his dog, which is both cute and also perturbing, um, and continues, How are you two doing today? He resettles his awkward position with his hand behind his back. What, what was this meeting for again? Please introduce these two witches, tell us what they look like, and what are they here for today, even if they don't tell him that immediately. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, so the shorter purple witch has a pair of large glasses that kind of hide her eyes. And uh, she has a she has this very fluffy hair, almost like it's made out of clouds. And she has a very nervous demeanor. And uh, in her hands, she's holding um, a metal tin of some kind. And uh, she looks like she's very nervous uh, about the upcoming meeting. Uh, her lanky blue companion, uh, the Blue Moon Witch, uh, has a head basically shaped like half moon. Uh, with the top part converted into a hat, which would also cut off where her eyes would be, and has a two-tone uh, two colored jacket. And she does not look very impressed at all with Luton here. <laughs> Luton begins just sort of blustering about, oh, and that weather, of course, how are you doing? Um, I Names, of course, and, and, and right behind him, you hear something go, ting! And he says, oh, and uh, Winter, how are they? And when you, when the two of you look behind you, you see 
that his uh, gray looks like a terrier, a uh, Scottish terrier, has been sniffing around uh, directly behind you and in any bags that you might have put down. He goes, uh, and just trots back along to his bed. And Lucian, like, sacks a little bit. He goes, okay, now we can actually talk. I'm <laughs> terribly sorry about that. You you caught me a little bit more off guard than I would have been. And he places something uh, back onto the desk and leans much more naturally and says, terribly sorry about that. all that. Um, what, what are you here for? I, I don't know that I caught your names. Oh, um... Well, uh, my my name is Maggie. Um, we spoke on on the phone um the other day. Um, yeah. He he grabs for a schedule and like flicks around and like, it's pretty clear that he's like pretty caught off guard by this whole thing. So he's like, yes, Maggie. Um, of the Brecht Brigade. Brigade. I am so sorry. Um, yes. What what. What what are you two looking for? Are you reporting something? Are you asking me to report something? He puts the schedule back on the desk, and as he uh, moves to sit, you actually see that the item he was awkwardly holding behind his back, which he revealed, was a timer. And he sits down and says, "Tell tell me what what are you looking for?" Is the timer going? No, the timer has stopped, and it's, like, been reset, and it's at a one-minute mark. Rose turned to Maggie, and, Maggie, you sure this is the right place? Uh, no, no, that, that's definitely, um, Luton. Um. I'm, <laughs> he, he, he sighs and, like, drags his hand through his hair, like, I'm terribly sorry, you, you've caught me off guard. I, again, I didn't know you were here, uh... Sorry, um, I'm- Oh, no, 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 we're, we're sorry, um, we, we, the door was open, and, um, we didn't know, uh, you weren't here, and, uh, maybe we probably should have just waited outside, I'm so, so, so sorry no, about this. No, 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 I appreciate punctuality, if you don't mind. No, uh, the, the second witch is right, absolutely, um, it was- Second witch. Maggie- The name is Road is hyphen and. Road is hyphen and, and he pulls out a notebook and just very quickly jots it down. And Maggie, I'm sorry, you weren't on the meeting, so I, I didn't quite catch your name. Um, let me, um, now that I have thoroughly embarrassed myself, he says, a little bit self-effacing, let me um, show the professionalism you have hopefully come to expect of me and start this all over. My name is Luton Remy. I am a reporter for the Shooting Star, as you likely will know. Um, I am here to help. Uh, what do you two need? Reported on? Uh, reported with? Um, some measure of the truth? How can I help? Um, well, this is something like that. Um, you see, um, well, actually, on, maybe you can explain better. First off, Mr. Luton, uh... What's up with that there timer, eh? The t Oh! Stars! Should we oh. be sus- Should we be expecting something? Hmm? No, um... Great snakes. I swear, this isn't me bragging. Um, how do- mm, Have you read any of my reports recently? 
And I, again, um, I swear this is relevant. Cursory glance at the latest one. Courtesy of Magpie here. Uh, yes. Uh, do you mean the one about uh, the taffy train? About the suggestion spells? Oh, oh, that that must be it. Um, are, are were you worried we would um cast a suggestion um spell on you? Yes. Um, from all that I've gathered, and he he sighs and like again rubs his hair back from his face and says, from all that I've been able to gather, the suggestion spells make are are really hard to detect. Like thus far I've been able to gather that it's actually a glittery red powder, but it's pretty hard to notice. The only reliable way I've noticed is uh winter and as he whistles the dog like gets up from this from his bed in that really slow like I don't want to but if you'll make me I'll do it and trots over and he says winter seems to be allergic to the spell so he he sneezes if he's in contact with it for too long so i just set up the minute so that winter would have enough time to be able to smell i'm i'm terribly sorry about that i should have remembered to explain that and he like writes in his paper in his little journal like again he seems far less prepared than you would expect um from supposedly this grand reporter, but he does seem to be trying. Oh no, no, that that's that's quite all right. It it makes sense you'd want to um be uh, be, be careful about that. That that's actually really clever. What a good dog! Yeah, he's the best, isn't he? And the dog, like, <laughs> instead of going to that big doggy smile, glares at him like, really. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can go back to your bed. Um, so what? is the Brecht Brigade looking for? Do you need something reported? Um, well, sort of. Um, so basically, um, after the, um, incident, Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of us decided to form a sort of, uh, watchdog group to kind of keep the streets safe and, um, watch out for, um, any trouble. Uh, Miss Road here is, is our leader, and, um, well, I've, uh, I've read a few of your articles, and it, it was, um, really impressive the way you found out about, um, some new information about the case with the, um, suggestion spell, mm -hmm. and uh, so I, um, suggested to everyone, um, Maybe that maybe if we formed a sort of alliance um with you, um it, it could be helpful for um both of us. Um, right, Miss Road? Yeah, I'll come right out and say I don't much trust real kind. Well, I can certainly understand that after what's happened. He he I he's genuinely taking your seriously. <laughs> Sorry, I've seen enough of them. <laughs> I know what they're like, and I don't know if I can trust you yet. But you do got information, so... Yes, I certainly do. He, like, again, rifles through his paper, although with intent this time. And he says, I managed to interview a couple of the witnesses and managed to get one of the direct witnesses. The others were from the staff. They weren't as close to um, Miss Dorazy when it happened. But most of the witnesses just haven't been reachable, so it's been hard to get some clarity on what happened in this situation. I think this watchdog group is a wonderful idea. Um, and what, what would you be looking for in this alliance? Would uh, an exchange of information, uh, an exchange of leads? 
Um, exactly. So, um, I, I figured if we're f um, flying around the city and, um, and keeping a patrol on everything, um, and y you're doing your investigating, um, we could sort of share information, and, um, and that way we can, uh, gosh, I don't know, you to something like that. We can look into it, and we can stop anything bad happening. We got more numbers than just you and your doc, no offense, but... None taken. I think that this is a brilliant idea. And he rifles through this time to like a new page and writes out, um, how would you wish for me to contact you if I pick up a lead? Well, um, immediate contact. I work at the radio station. Uh, I thought I own. recognized your voice. He he seems a little bit uh, pleased with himself, which, you know, he probably shouldn't quite be yet, but um, he'll, <laughs> he'll take whatever ones he can get. He's like, you're the late night um, interviewer, right? 94.333 TTME. That's right, yes. And he scribbles down that radio station and says, um... Are there other ways to contact you, or is that the best way? Or kind of shrugs. We're still working on a more reliable way for contact, but for most immediate action, that's what we got so far. Fair enough. And I don't know if I'm uh, comfortable enough to give you any home addresses like that. Again, fair <laughs> enough. If we're going to be exchanging information, would you like to have the information I do have? That would yeah, be very helpful. Here. All right, again, he flits, flips back with intent and says, I have managed to interview, let's see, um, I've interviewed a handful of the staff. Um, I've managed to get two penguins and four of the express owls, and one of them was particularly chatty. And he sort of lays out a rough concept of what's happened in the taffy train, um, where it was a movie intention it was intended to start as a movie and then as things went along dj moves and dora z started to try and flip the script for a joke which dora took to be a lethal joke and just completely blindsided dj moves with the lethality and then he he sort of points at the script at the notes he's made and says unfortunately that's where I have mostly dropped off because they weren't around for the actual reveal or any of the instances afterwards they were still in the staff car and then everything just happened too fast for them to really um, understand so that seems to be most of what I've got directly from them but if you're looking for indirect information he goes to his desk and pulls out uh, uh, one of the drawers and if you happen to like look over you'll see that the drawer is like just stuffed full to the bursting he says I have too many witnesses who have made a statement and then recanted it which haven't been published to count because he like start, starts pulling some out and it's almost cartoonish even though he's a real kind how many he's pulling out he's like they're not getting published in other papers because who knows what we tried to recant some of them but that only just increased the hubbub of terror and like curiosity and 
he sort of leans on the desk and says, even with me talking about suggestion spells, it's not solid proof. Um, even as it happened to me, that doesn't mean that they can track it. So, it's... <sighs> Right now, we're sort of just stuck in a situation where we need more information than we've got, but the information we've got isn't being validated by anything. So I think that this teaming up could be, honestly, just a real bone to the both of us. I think so, too. Um, I mean, having more than um, one, one set of eyes watching the streets um, would definitely be useful, especially if um, that... Uh, Dora Z lady um, pops up again. Let's pray she doesn't. Dora Z, did we have anything about DJ Moose? Man, that movie could have been great. And all that happened. Rhode just looks beside herself. <laughs> A, an engineer movie has been denied to her. Oh, how how cruel world. Yes, he hasn't. The engineer hasn't been taking any interviews either. Um. It's a shame that I just cannot get in contact with any of the other witnesses. Um, DJ Moves has popped up, but he hasn't been willing to take an interview, and honestly, with how many people under have been under suggestion spells, including reporters, I can't really blame him. He sort of, like, taps his chin and, like, seems to have a thought. I mean, we ain't none reporters, we just looking after our fair city. And he sort of, like, strokes his chin and looks at you seriously and asks, I know that you don't trust me, and I'm not asking you to trust me. Um, I'm asking you to trust uh, one of your fellow Toonkind. If we could start getting some real hard information about what actually happened that's not made by police reports or accounts that are then recounted and taken back... If we could if we could interview one of the primary witnesses that that could give us some real legitimacy and and give us something to actually start making progress in our search for the truth would would your Brecht brigade be willing to interview DJ moves um, at some point um, I could give you the address and I could tell him that I'm not sending myself, I'm sending some of his fellow tunes, um, would, would that work as, like, a testing, um, case? That, that sounds really good, actually, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if either of us would, um, be best for that, um, Miss, Miss Olivia might, might uh, be a good person to talk to him, she's quite, um, charismatic. We let Liv go. She's probably just gonna spend the whole time plotting over his outfit or his movies. Oh, gosh, I don't know if she likes his movies. Should I ask people that before I let them in? That's true. I do have the team with her and um, Mistella. Um, maybe the, the um three of us could um um go. I, I I'm not much for talking, but I could um try and keep things um on track. Stella seems like the stealthy and. A little bit intimidating type, if she wants to be. <laughs> Don't know okay. if me and Bo would do the same. But yeah, Luton, I think we can manage something like that. He nods and says, If you're willing to take this on as a test, then I'm willing to hand this off to you, as it were. Um, 
can we set a deadline of, say, two weeks for this to happen, and you report back to me? And then he, he like, holds up a hand before anybody can come and says, then you can also see what my report turns out like, so you can see if you can trust my reporting once I have actually obtained information. Does that seem fair? Fair enough. So long as no harm comes to my girls. You, you have my, you have my word. I would never intend to harm your girls. But if you won't take me at my word, then you can take me at my actions. And he like nods. I can respect that. All right. He sort of scribbles some stuff down, and he hands out two business cards, which specifically have the unofficial terms that you've released and he's actually specifically written out within two weeks talk to dj moves uh, like with an asterisk specifically about what happened on the taffy train report back to luton um and then after that he will make a report on this so one thing you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to make sure that dj moves isn't side blasted by the fact that yes this will be published reporting rather than just doing it on the side unless of course you want to do it on the side and then side blast dj moves with the fact that it's being published so i suppose that will be up to the players rather than you guys but you can let them know um surprise (laughs) so he draws up the business so after writing out specifically everything and um You'll notice that he specifically writes out the terms very clearly so that there's no confusion either on his side or on yours. Um, He, like, sketches into his schedule and writes in the book, and he says, Is there any other way I can help you? Um, Are you looking to be published as a group, or are you looking to... Oh, certainly not. We already got a reporter in our group ourselves, but I'm thinking the lower we can stay the more good we can do. Fair enough. Sounds good to me. And he, like, scratches out solidly one line, like, firmly enough that you can tell that he's genuinely going, all right, scratch that off. And he's like, well, can I help you to any light? You Just going to retake that line. Well, can I help you to any other way? Um, I think that about um covers it. Oh, um, but before we go... And uh, Maggie pulls out the uh, tin that she's been holding and uh, holds it up to Luton. Um, th- these are um, for you as a thank you um, f- for agreeing to um, wor- work with us. And uh, he'll notice that um, if he looks closely, he'll notice that she's blushing uh, slightly. He says a delighted, oh, but before he can move, the dog has zoomed across from where he's bedded and just, like, grabbed the cookies, not anywhere close to where Maggie's hands are but like from the opposite end and just like is now skidding on the floor to a stop and Luna's like look stars above winter and winter oh, like dear. He... sheepishly he... comes back but but it's cl- pretty clear like winter is super excited about the cookies well, oh dear he must have smelled <laughs> oh, sorry you want to retake that one Sure, go ahead. At least you go one fan there, Magpie. 
Oh, he must have spilled the um uh, dog biscuits in there. Um, there's um shortbread for you and um um biscuits for um um winter. They're um uh homemade. Um, I, I haven't made cookies that much, but um I, I think they turned out um okay. Stars above, thank you so much, uh, Maggie. Yes. Um. Y- y- yes. And uh, he'll notice the blush Ooh. grows a little bit more. <laughs> Luton, like, makes eye contact with you and then intentionally looks away so that you don't feel further embarrassed, opens up the tin, hands one dog biscuit to Winter, and takes one shortbread biscuit out for himself before firmly closing the lid, just in case. And he says, thank you kindly. I I couldn't have expected this. Um, and he, like, makes a single glance at Rode, like, not trying to convey, especially with how chilly she is, but, like, it probably does convey, especially without with how chilly your friend is. Um, and he looks up at you seriously and says, um, well then, uh, anything else? Um, and, and then he, like, takes the biscuit t- tin and opens up to Road. like, do you want one? Earl kind of politely just push it back. No, no, no. She made them for you. Well, Though that- I am curious. You said you recognized my voice. What were you doing listening to my show? Staying up far too late, he says. Do you want to make an insight roll? Yep. <laughs> I'm very slow with these things, I apologize. Now take your time. Modded 20. Alright, a dirty 20. He's 100% serious. The things that he he was doing were, don't seem to be, like, seedy or anything. Um, he might have been writing reports, but he's 100% serious that he was just, like, staying up too late, and he'd turn on to your radio station anytime he was doing so. And yes, he actually did does seem to know your voice from the way that he talks. I'm just unsure how to feel about that. <laughs> Alright, he puts the biscuit yeah. tin down and says, Well, if that's all, ladies, um, thank you so kindly for being willing to take me on a test run. Um, and he, he scratches his neck set and, like, butters, And I suppose I'm taking you on a test run, too, if I'm going to be trusting you with this. Um, and he, like, looks up, looks up and then says, Although I suppose... Nobody, nobody better to trust to resist uh, any magical interference than witches, I suppose. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I suppose so. It's a shame we all play to the stereotype, ain't it? <laughs> well, I have to be grateful that you played to this stereotype with how much that suggestion spell has been getting around. It's been <sighs> darn near everywhere. And he looks up at, at, to both of you and nods and says... Well, if you don't need anything else, gets up and makes his way to the door to let you back out. Um, as the, t- the two of them are leaving, uh, Maggie says, um, um, Rode, you can go on ahead, um, I'll catch up. Yeah, I'll meet you outside. <laughs> She'll, like, tip her hat. And he nods smartly back. And, uh, Maggie will look at Luton, uh, a little bit shyly, and, um, so, um, 
this probably sounds kind of weird. You pr probably um don't even remember. Um, but um, uh, do you remember? It, it was about um two years ago. Um, you you were chasing a man through the marketplace. Um, he blinks at you, uh, quietly. But as you two have been talking and Rhoda has left the room, Winter has been like sniffing around and. You'll notice he's actually not trying to get into the cookies. He starts sniffing towards you, and he goes, and and Luton blinks and says, "I I'm terribly afraid. I don't remember, but it seems that Winter does. Um, he seems to recognize you. Uh, two years ago, that will have been with the Pekimsies. Uh, I I hope I didn't do anything rude. Like, uh, he sort of glances at the door. Like, I'm sure your friend seems to have." thought I did. Although I suppose it's fair not to trust real kind with everything that's going around. Um, and he looks up at you and says, did, did I do anything that needed responding to, or? Oh, no, 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 no nothing wrong at all. Um, quite the opposite, actually. Um, it, it was so brief. I, I don't blame you for not remembering, but, um, uh, well, when that man was running through the, um, marketplace, he, I was in the way, and, um, he, he shoved me to the ground. It was all very frightening, but um, when I looked up, um, I saw you, and um, you helped me me to my feet, and um, you gave me my hat back, and um, it, it was such such a brief little moment, but I I, I just wanted to say thank you for 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 that day. Um, sorry that this is probably really a really weird thing to say. Um, no, 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 no. He, he he's like looking into the middle distance, and he's like. That all seems to click, and he's like, "Were were you not wearing glasses that day?" Um, not 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 quite. Um, I, I was wearing glasses. He he, man just came so fast, and I was distracted. And um, well, and he knocked your glasses off. I should have picked those up too if I got your hat. Yes, I I, I think I just remember it. It it was for just a second though, wasn't it? And he he looks sheepish that he didn't recognize you, even though it was for only a second that you two meeted. Met. No, no, it's it, it's quite all right. I, I again, I, I don't blame you for remembering, but um, well, it, it's a little silly. Um, after that incident, well, and, and when you told me your name, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it, and and lo and behold, I saw your name in the papers um a few days later, and well. It's a little silly, but when I read it, your writing, it was it was so, it was such good writing. All, all this investigating you do, you, you're, you're you're such a clever person, and, and the way you always pursue the truth, I, I, I just, oh. Oh, stop, you'll make me blush, he says, like, leaning back, and now he's, you can actually <laughs> see that even with his freckles, his, his cheeks are a little bit pink, and he's like, uh, look, looking at you like, oh. Stop it, but if you want to, go on, but stop it. <laughs> well, I guess uh, to put it plainly, um, ever since that day, I I've, I've wanted an excuse to um, uh, meet you again and say thank you, and we'll get to know you better, if if you wouldn't mind. No, that 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 sounds great. Um, and, and now you can see, like, even though he's a real kind, so it's not nearly as fast as with any toon kind, his flesh has indeed grown um and and he seems just just a little bit flustered and he's like um that that seems fabulous um uh 
so um and and um, you can tell that he's just entirely <laughs> out of his element even though he's like this uh reporter he clearly hasn't made many dalliances in this area you just have these two awkward t- teens just like just awkwardly stuttering in the doorway there <laughs> Road probably road road with her multitude of uh, birds probably overheard this through one of her familiars. Pokes her head back in, uh, you know. Uh, yes. Cafe. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, cafe. Uh, what was it? Cafe on First Street. Yeah, good place. <laughs> I, I, good place for a you know first date. Uh, Road has the biggest shit-eating grin. I would be flattered. It doesn't have to be a date. Um, if, if you don't want it to be, it can just be um friends. If um you prefer, yes, a, a friend meeting. Friend, friend meeting. Yes, uh, uh. Um, and he sometime like, next week maybe um if you're um free how's thursday he says very seriously like i can take control of the situation it has not gotten out of my grasp even though it has clearly gotten out of his grasp um thursday sounds um wonderful um i'll, I'll see, see you then yes uh for lunch uh yes yes as a friend meeting just just uh <laughs> and I want you to be clear. Winter is now heavily snickering in the back, like <laughs> him and Road, baby. Winter gets it, and and Lucha's like, shut up, shut up. Um, I will see you then. He says, and he shuts the door, and then like opens the door, and is like, that was terribly rude. I'm sorry. It was it was nice to meet you both. I will. See you then! And he shuts the door um, again. <laughs> noon on the dot, you hear? And Frodo kind of sling an arm over Maggie's shoulder. I think he did pretty good. Oh, gosh. He needed a little shove, I think, but I, that's why I'm here. Uh, thank, thank you for, for that. Oh, gosh, wow, that was something. And- hey, Luton, ever since I met you, I haven't stopped thinking about you since that day. Really, really just hammering on those compliments, huh? At this point, Maggie, she's gone from purple to red, and she's just hiding her her face in her hat, just like, oh, stop! And on that surprisingly romantic note for how serious the the situation could be, we leave the witches, and we leave the real kind boy and his dog. Now, with a spark of hope in what seemed to have dragged down to a rather dire straits, what will happen with this interview between DJ Moves and the witches? Will the witches decide to trust Luton? Is Luton even trustworthy? Find out next time on Toonkind D&D!